Team Buck, welcome to the Freedom Hut. The January 6th probe starts today. Democrats are trying to maximize the political impact of all the theatrics. The CDC is now recommending that people, even who are vaccinated in some circumstances, mask up indoors. Department of Veterans Affairs now mandates vaccines, plus climate core in the budget bill. Let's get into all of it, shall we? Let's let's dive into this together. Uh, First, though, when running a business, you know that HR issues can kill you. You've got wrongful termination suits, minimum wage requirements, labor regulations, and HR manager salaries aren't cheap. We're talking an average of seventy thousand dollars a year. Bambi, spelled B-A-M-B-E-E, was created specifically for small business. You can get a dedicated HR manager, craft HR policy, and maintain your compliance all for just $99 a month. With Bambi, you can change HR from your biggest liability to your biggest strength. Your dedicated HR manager is available by phone, email, or real-time chat. From onboarding determinations, they customize your policies to fit your business and help you manage employees day-to-day all for just $99 a month. It's month to month, no hidden fees, cancel anytime. You didn't start your business because you wanted to spend time on HR compliance. Let Bambi help get your free HR audit today. Go to Bambi.com slash buck right now to get your free HR audit. That's B-A-M-B-E-E dot com slash buck. Bambi.com slash buck. So I watched the opening testimony of the members of uh, D.C. Police, Capitol Hill Police today on Capitol Hill. And I have a lot of questions. I also have some answers. That's why I'm doing this show, of course. But I'd start with this one. Is this really meant to be a security review? What exactly are we going to learn from this? that we haven't already been aware of for a very long time. It's the most obvious question you could possibly come up with, but they don't want to spend any time on that. They don't want to admit the fact that here we are in a situation, in a circumstance where they just want politics at the front and center. They want to make this about how Trump supporters are bad people. They want to make this about how you If you voted for Donald Trump, you are essentially a part of the insurrection. It's your fault, you see. Anything other than that is extraneous. Now, why are they doing this? Well, because the Biden administration is so far an inept failure, and it's very unlikely that's going to turn around. I mean, what do they really think if they lose control of or they lose the majority in the House or the Senate? That all of a sudden the Biden administration is going to be really competent, that good decisions will be made, that intelligent things will start getting done. Of course not. So what do they do? They come up with a big lie narrative. And they impose it upon the psyche of the American people to the greatest possible extent. They did this with Russia collusion for four years under Trump. Remember, that was all a lie, a manufactured lie by Hillary partisans in the intelligence community and in the media who used it with some success, I might add, as a weapon against the Trump campaign for four years. Do they feel any shame over that? Do they take a moment to say, hold on a second, 
maybe we got that one wrong and should rethink some of this. Of course not. The whole point was that it was an attack on Trump. The truth, fairness, the law, this country, none of that mattered. They hated Orange Man bad. And so whatever they could do that was useful to slime his supporters, to go after him, that's all that that's all that made a difference to them. And so we're seeing now an effort to have yet again another reason why left leftist liberals do not have to engage with the reality of what is going on in government in this country. I mean, they don't want you to surround and think, hold on a second. What really matters to you? What really matters to Americans right now? Let's think about this for a minute. Uh, We have rising crime in pretty much every major American city. We have the deterioration of population centers that are in Democrat control from dirtier streets to quality of life issues to shootings and murders. All this is getting worse. And it's because Democrats have decided that law and order is not woke. Social justice demands the deterioration of major American cities. That's what's happening right now. That's what you see going on. And so they won't change. They won't make the adjustments that they should just based upon the data and what's happening here because there's an ideological reason this is occurring. This is not a surprise to anyone who's paying attention. But our cities are dirtier, less safe, and more dysfunctional. We have mask mandates and perhaps even future lockdowns coming back into effect already. So much for Biden's going to steer us out of this with his deft touch. You've got to be kidding me. The border is an absolute disaster. We have an open southern border, people flooding into the country in unprecedented numbers, total lawlessness, drugs flowing across, human trafficking, cartels making billions and billions of dollars. Democrats are doing nothing to stop it. Inflation is just beginning to get going, and that's going to eat away at your savings. That's going to eat away at your time. The government, with these monetary policies, with its excess spending, is essentially stealing back your productivity, stealing time away from you. Because that's how you acquire uh, the money you have in your bank account, right? That's the whole point of trying to save and trying to build wealth over time. They're siphoning that away from you. A lot of people aren't going back to work. A lot of places feel like they're stalled out right now. New York City, I can tell you, is not back. It's not fine. And a lot of places across the country, I know it's the same thing. Everyone kind of knows that we're not quite at normal not just with regard to COVID, but with regard to the economy. Afghanistan is completely falling apart. The Taliban's going to run that country by the end of the year. Biden administration looks completely asleep at the wheel on Cuban demands for freedom. Find one thing. Find one area of this Biden administration that does not look like it is a failure, a mediocrity, a disaster. I would argue that it's essentially impossible at this point that what you have with Joe Biden, the whole thing is a fraud. Here's a guy who's supposed to be the old white dude who's been in Democrat politics for a really long time. So don't pay attention to the fact that his woke left wing lunatic party will actually be calling the shots. You can trust good old 
Amtrak Joe. He's not scary. He's not like orange man bad Trump. That was the pitch. That plus COVID plus all the changes the Democrats made in bad faith to make fraud easier, to change the rules, to benefit them. Plus the fact that the media and social media companies suppressed suppressed stories that were damaging to Joe Biden. And if they're willing to do it so openly, what do you think they're doing behind the scenes with algorithms? With all that, they just barely squeaked out Joe Biden becoming president of the United States. And now everyone's looking around saying, what exactly did we get from this? How is this working out for us? And that brings me to the insurrection, as they call it. And I I stand very very strongly behind my essential point on this, which is that Anyone who tells you that this was an insurrection is an idiot or a liar. I don't care what a bunch of cosplay uh, loons were, were shouting. They didn't have weapons. They didn't kill anyone. They had no realistic hope or plan for overthrowing the United States government. It was not an insurrection. It was not an assassination attempt. It was a riot It was a bunch of people, many of whom have emotional, psychological issues, many of whom are not sophisticated, to say the least, in their understanding of politics and the law, who, and I'm talking only about the people that broke the law, by the way. You don't need to send me any emails saying, oh, what about all the people? Yeah, of course, peaceful protesters are peaceful protesters. Goes without saying. See, we're conservatives. We know that. We have a tradition of peaceful assembly and protest. Just remember, what, what did the Tea Party do? All right. Was there was there ever a riot that the Tea Party caused? No. So this was aberrant. This was a one off event. But Democrats try to make it seem like this is the norm, like this is the way Republicans do things. And therefore, we all have to be held to account for. It. We are all responsible at some level for the insurrection, which was a riot and which is now the primary mechanism for Democrat Democrats justifying their oppression of their political opponents, their attacks on the other side. I mean, they simply have no interest in looking at Black Lives Matter riots that occurred all throughout the summer. Remember, Black Lives Matter resulted in many deaths across the country. And I'm not just talking about the deaths from those who died because of the pullback of law enforcement, the so-called Ferguson effect. I mean, in some of the riots, you know, David Dorn died as a result of a Black Lives Matter riot. There were people who died because of this. There were Antifa lunatics. These are all left wing people. These all fall under the Democrat umbrella in one way or another. You know, Antifa uh, committed murder out in Portland. I mean, this is ha- and never mind all the all the riots that just had people throwing bricks and rocks at police. Molotov cocktails were thrown into a police cruiser here in New York City. And Democrats said, oh, well, you know, it's just property. Oh, okay. So you can firebomb police cars if you're a Democrat and have very prominent libs come to your defense, maybe even pay for your defense, do everything they can. Oh, because they care so much about the system. These people are commies. That's what you're really seeing. They're absolutists. They're collectivists. They're godless. They don't actually believe in morality or ethics or fair play. There's something wrong with them. 
The same way there's something wrong with leftists who increasingly show you that their COVID posture is a mental illness and they'll go outside, double mask, I need a double mask. Even after they're vaccinated, even when they're by themselves, there's clearly something wrong with them. There's also something wrong with anybody who could see what happened on January 6th and think that that is somehow a thing to blame all Americans who voted for Trump or just are Republicans or conservatives. This is absurd. Do all Democrats get the blame for James Hodgkinson shooting Steve Scalise and trying to shoot uh, about a half dozen other members of uh, Congress who were conservatives yelling this is for health care, a Bernie Sanders supporter? Does Bernie Sanders have his ideology banned from the Internet as a result of this? Do people that you know, of course not, right? Because we understand that there's no limiting principle of that. You can't hold people guilty for things that they had nothing to do with and had no power to affect one way or another. But that's exactly what this is about. This is about creating a narrative of collective guilt. This is about Republicans are bad people and they shouldn't be listened to on anything. They shouldn't be allowed to have opinions. They should be censored off the Internet. They should be banned from social media. This is the real and true feeling of the Democrat Party today. We should all be aware of it. This is what Nancy Pelosi and Chuck Schumer and all the rest of them want their voters to believe. They are demonizing the right with this. They are making this about collective guilt for people who have no guilt, no part in this whatsoever. And it's just wrong. It's wrong. And we should all recognize this for exactly what it is. They don't want you thinking about what an imbecile Joe Biden is or what a bunch of socialists now run the Democrat Party, how the border is a mess, how crime is a mess, how BLM was a disaster for everybody, including the black community in this country over the last 13 months. And how they are not the Democrats are not good stewards of the economy at all. Things are not getting better. People are realizing optimism is on the decline right now. So what do they do? They come up with a story. This is like a bedtime story for woke libs. Oh, the insurrection. It makes me so scared. But there's a big, bad Republican. So they're so awful because they support the insurrection. Every Republican that I know, every conservative that I know who has any sense, not only condemned the riot right away, but was just furious with how stupid it was because of exactly what we're seeing right now which is Democrats leveraging this to inflict more of their authoritarian madness on all the rest of us. If someone attacked a cop that day, they should serve time. If someone assaulted law enforcement, they should be held accountable. But if people were trespassing, okay, they should be held accountable for that. Not for treason, not for a rebellion or insurrection, which does exist as a federal statute, yet no one's been charged under it. No. Notice there are hundreds of arrests. There are people who are held in solitary confinement for nonviolent crimes. And we have to listen to these cops today from Capitol Police and from Metro Police, the ones who are testifying, act like nobody cares. They tried to impeach a president over this. Trust me, the Democrats have made sure they made a very big deal of this. They've inflated it. That's the whole point. But hundreds of people have been arrested. People aren't getting away with this. 
If anything, they're being more severely punished than they should, at least from what we've seen so far, at least from the sentences that have been handed down up to this point. But you see, it's all about politics and theatrics. It's not about what's right. It's not about decency. And that's why we have to be very clear headed about what's really happening here. I love Mike Lindell's MyPillow. I mean, this is a great company and I've got the my pillows on my bed. I've got the Giza Dream sheets. I just got my dad for his birthday, the mattress topper, a couple of towel sets. He loves it. My mom wants some now because she loves those towels, too. They like to have their own towels. So they're they're just all about it. I mean, my family is outfitted by my pillow. These are incredible products. The towels are so soft and absorbent and the sheets are the best I've ever had. The pillows will make you sleep like a baby. And Mike Lindell stands for freedom and liberty, something you really need these days with all the cancel culture stuff out there. So help Mike Lindell and help yourself to some amazing products. All right, my, my pillow is an incredible company because of folks like you. Right now, you can get great discounts on all MyPillow products by going to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Special Square. You're gonna see rotational offers of up to 66% off on products like their pillows, mattress topper, and Giza sheets but also new products like their slippers, weighted blankets, robes, waffle blankets, and more. Enter promo code BUCK right now for these great radio specials. All MyPillow products come with a 60-day money-back guarantee. Again, that's promo code BUCK when you go to MyPillow.com for these incredible radio specials. Looks like the CDC is about to change some of its mask guidance back all over again. Knew this was going to happen. And we we knew that it was just a matter of time before the CDC would say, you know what? You got to wear a mask again, even if you're vaccinated. And this shouldn't be a surprise to anybody because, well, CDC is not about the science. This is a federal bureaucracy that works for the Biden administration, and it is run by libs. And these are people who overwhelmingly support the madness, the utter and complete madness of lockdowns, of mask policies, all of it. So it was inevitable when vaccines didn't work as well, as well, I'm not saying they don't work, as initially thought, which is why we're seeing all these breakthrough infections. It's also why when we talk about the duration of the vaccine's efficacy, we have to understand that booster shots are, are almost inevitable here. I mean, there was a, the Sinovac uh, vaccine, for example, they just po- published a big study. You have maximum protection from it for two months and after six months, hard to detect antibodies. And the T cell immunity that you get from natural immunity may not be triggered at all by vaccinated immunity. So what I've been saying to you all along, it looks like right now the data suggests the following natural immunity is as good as the vaccine, comma, and is probably better than the vaccine. Yet, even if you've been infected, they insist that you get this vaccine and they're going to insist you get more of it and more of it. The the push for covid zero, meaning no covid cases, no covid anywhere is so destructive. But this is the inevitable result of the psychosis of those who have been Fauciites all along. Right. They they elevated this to a if it saves just one life framework if it saves just one life it would be justified in their minds now could they even prove that it would save a life no it didn't some simply did not matter and this is because you need 
the mass mobilization of libs based on emotion. And that's what you've had all along with COVID. It's also what you have here with the climate core. Uh, Ten billion dollars in the budget bill. And this will probably go through. The Democrats will put this through in reconciliation. They want to just have thousands and thousands of people who it's like the Peace Corps, but for climate. They're really doing this. They're going to pay young people to go around and do a lot of climate change education, they're saying, and engage in some climate change projects. I mean, this is just paying green socialists with taxpayer dollars. This is community organizers paid by you, essentially, as the taxpayer, doing everything they can to spread this ideology of climate madness and far and and as wide as they possibly can. And this is why Democrats do better with with bureaucracies and with institutions. They understand that controlling institutions means you have a mechanism that you can use that's at your disposal for political purposes. So if you want, if you control the bureaucracy, you're able to mobilize all at once the power of that institution. Conservatives, uh, Republicans, conservatives, we think more in terms of the individual. We think in terms of let people make their own choices, let them have freedom. We don't have the hive mind that the Democrats do, and they use theirs to tremendous effect. Right? Once you think of Democrats like an army of ants in the, uh, you know, the Amazon jungle or something, you know, those fire ants or whatever they are that destroy and eat everything in their path, any one of them, sure, is a wimpy, soy-drinking, whiny MSNBC-watching pain in the butt, but there's a lot of them, and they all move together. They all move together. So while the rest of us can sit around and point out how absurd their ideas are, they're able to get a lot of this through and and they're going to continue to do so. So there's the climate core issue in the budget. I mentioned the Department of Veterans Affairs has a has a this is a federal bureau now speaking of bureaucracies has a vaccine mandate. You're also going to have a lot of cities, a lot of states They're going to implement their own version of the vaccine of a vaccine mandate. It's already happening. So there's mask mandates in places like Los Angeles. Now, the CDC is going to say some kind of a mask mandate. It's pending. If you look at the data on deaths in a lot of these counties, I would I would add that we are now trying to chase down cases to zero. That's why COVID zero is so damaging. We have not seen a huge surge nationwide in hospitalizations. We have not seen enormous increases in the number of people dying from covid it's not that kind of a wave it's just infections and it could be because the delta variant is more able to evade the protectiveness of the vaccines that's a part of it perhaps it also could just be because of the fading protection that one gets from the vaccine that's another component of this too because remember if you got that vaccine in January or February, you're basically at six months now. And so if that's your only if that's your only protection and you have a weakened immune system in general, if you're older and more at risk, you might be more susceptible to come down with this infection. But if here we are in the middle of July, late July 2021, and we're already seeing cases spreading and they're talking about boosters, where do you think we'll be in January? Of 2022. How is the Biden administration going to make all this stuff go away? Well, the answer is they're not. The answer is they want to have, as I've told you all along, and I know that 
A lot of people who do radio and things like that or podcasts will say, this is a podcast only now, I keep forgetting. They'll say to you, oh, I was right, I was right. If you've been listening to me for the past year, you know that when it comes to lockdowns and masks, it is like I've had a crystal ball. Now, it's not because I'm so, you know, I'm so wise or anything else. It's because I understand the mentality. I know how leftists think. I know their emotions. I grew up around them. I'm surrounded by them my entire adult life here in New York City. I get it. They want to be a part of the herd. They might not sit at the cool kids table in uh, at lunchtime, but they want to be at the second cool kid table or, or, you know, a table that's acceptable. They want socially acceptable ideas. They want to be welcomed by the herd. They don't want to be an outcast. And so to that notion of the collective or the, the hive mind, they're not going to challenge things. They're not going to say, hold on a second, your mask policies are stupid or this doesn't work. No, they're going to go along with it. And then because their ego is so entrenched in the belief that they have around lockdowns and mask mandates, they can never change course because the change course wouldn't be to say, OK, I made a decision based on data. They made a decision based on tribal political allegiance the first time around. And they don't want to admit that to themselves. They made a decision because they were desperate for the approval of their peer group. That's how most libs were making decisions about COVID who were at low risk. A lot of other libs who were at more substantial risk, and especially in terms of age, were just completely panicked. And they want to think the government can keep them safe and warm. And the government simply can't. There are limits to how much the government can do to protect you. We've all seen that. We see it every day. We're all very aware of it. There are no limits to how much the government can harass you. Everybody needs to understand that, but for leftists, that's sacrilege. They reject that out of hand. They reject the notion that there could be anything that the state does in the name of protecting us that is actually just making things worse. Uh, This is why you also have some city employees now in different places, including in New York, are going to have to establish their vaccination status. They're going to have to show everybody oh, look at that, I'm vaccinated, so I'm safe to be around, or not, so you have to be careful around me. If this is rooted in science, then what about the previously infected? Why, why don't they count? Because the government's too stupid or too lazy to figure out what that would mean for their plans? I'm sorry, that's not science. This hasn't been about science all along. We're very aware of it. One more thing here on CRT. There's been such a transformation of critical race theory discussion last few weeks you've had this enormous backlash basically the the parental revolution against crt which has just been fantastic and for those of you who have taken a part in it gone to your school boards or just spread the word about how damaging crt really is it's excellent work you've done so thank you for that because they are trying to brainwash kids with what is essentially a secular religion a religion of the state and a religion of intersectionality and racial uh, racial separation. That's what critical race theory does. It makes people feel different from one another. It tells people they they do not have, first and foremost, the commonality of their shared humanity or their shared citizenship and patriotism and community. No, first critical race theory tells you you must think about skin color. It's awful. It's wrong. 
And that's why you're seeing not only a backlash, but also the changing storyline. One moment, Democrats will say critical race theory is really complicated, multidiscipline structures, and there's Ph.D. studying and everything else. And then you'll ask somebody else who's being honest about it for a second by accident. They'll say, no, critical race theory is teach the white kids they're racist and teach the minorities they're victims. That's critical race theory. That that is the ideology. They can try to, you know, make it seem fancy. They can try to make it seem like there's much more to it than that. But it's just not the case. That's why they're also hiding it from parents. There was a Minnesota school where a class of fourth graders were, were told to uh, to write out an equity survey or answer questions in an equity survey. And they were told that their parents shouldn't know about it. Many students, according to the Daily Mail, did not understand some of the questions, even after they were explained by the teacher. This was at Riverview Intermediate School in uh, the in Minnesota. And this was taught by the Equity Alliance of Minnesota. I mean, these social justice groups now want to get to your kids as quickly as they can. The idea being that they'll at least plant the seed in your child's mind about intersectionality and social justice theory and all the rest of it. By the time they get to high school or college and the indoctrination program is continuing, by the time they get to that level, it'll be too late. They'll think they know more than their parents about these issues. And they won't listen to them at all. But that's why they, they now want to brainwash your fourth grader, the equity obsessed, the social justice warriors want to brainwash your fourth grader and make sure that you don't know about it so you can't do anything about it. Team, make sure you uh, check out BuckSexton.com and you can get a Freedom Hut t-shirt. They're amazing at BuckSexton.store. Please go check it out, get some gear, and uh, I'll have an editorial up tomorrow on the January 6th Insurrection Committee. So you'll want to check that out for sure. And also, I always say this because I really mean it. Please pass the buck. Get one person to listen to this show. I mean, 30 minutes and they'll know more about the news and the world around them than any other source they could go to in the same period of time. It's we, we cover a lot of territory here. It's just unfiltered, pure, unadulterated buck. And I hope you enjoy that. Because if you're listening, that's well, hopefully you do. So that's it for today. Please pass the buck. Tell everybody about what's going on here on this show. Shields high.